This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Hello, listeners. I'm Allie, and this is Quad Pro Quo. As always, I am joined by my three co-hosts, Tammy. Hello. Matt. Hello there. And Guido. Hi. We are a film podcast inspired by the quid pro quo scene in Sons of the Lambs. Each month, we pick a theme, and each week, one of us picks a movie that falls within that theme. And we are in week three of Stephen King Month. <laughs> my pick was It Chapter One. Matt's pick was... Doctor Sleep. And this week, we're going to be talking about Tammy's pick. But before we get to Tammy's pick, what is everyone's favorite Stephen King adaptation? Shawshank Redemption. Oh, God. I love how you weren't sure. And then he's like, shocked. I am shooketh. Really? Shawshank Redemption. Have you read that? Yes. Shish kebab. Shawshank Redemption. Chicago. Chicago. That's it. And you're out of there. Have you read the book? Well, she's reading it right now. I read two of the four novellas and... Oh, the so there's first, four novellas that make up the Shawshank Redemption? I thought it was called... It's not called the Rita Shawshank Hayworth Redemption. Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption. Well, that's the first book. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's there's four different books in this little series. This, oh. The different seasons is what mm. it's called. Cool. So I, I've read the first two, but it the, first, the Shawshank Redemption movie encompasses those first two stories, and then now I'm reading... I'm in the middle of the last two. I'll let you know what happens. Well, it's a great, I mean, it's a great movie, you know. No one can really say otherwise. Matt? Come back to me. Guido? Without have- a doubt, it is Lawnmower Man. You do love Lawnmower Man. <laughs> I love making people watch it with me. That's my favorite part of it. Oh, my and then gosh. And then they have to ask me questions like, why would you do that to me? Yeah. And I don't have a good answer. No. You know? Okay. I just do. Okay. It's like a dog that actually caught the car, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say, and I haven't read the book or the short story that's based off of, but I would say my favorite book by Stephen King is The Shining, um, but I'm not going to say that that's my favorite movie because I look at them as two separate planets. I separate them in my mind so I don't get angry. I would say my pre- favorite, I, I, I love Stand By Me. I think Stand By Me is sometimes forgotten that it's a Stephen King adaptation. I just think it's so good. I've forgotten about it until now. For this month. I was going to choose it, but I wanted to choose something a little bit like scarier. So What's um, the special supernatural in- power? There's not, but it's it, the book's called Just the Body. That's that's the name of the, the, the book or the show. Is it a short story? I don't know. I can't remember. It's a coming but, of age story. Right. But it's just, it's about such a, a great, body. yeah, about friendship and it's got such great child actors in it and Plus, uh, you were Richard wor- Dreyfuss you is were worried we were going to fail it because River Phoenix is in it and we still have that explorer's taste that's in true uh, Keeper th- Sutherland's in it he's got that crazy blonde hair he's basically the same character from Lost Boys Michael Michael say it <laughs> um, we, okay so we just have to talk about this we were watching Lost Boys last weekend it was on TV and it's such a fucking stupid movie. So I love it so much. I wrote a college. I pay for audit in college. And for some reason, we kept saying and one of our dogs, Duncan. Matt likes to do a voice for Duncan. And it's very like, I'm Duncan. You do. I'm Duncan. Yeah. But for some reason, we Duncan was jealous of uh, the character Michael. So he wanted his name to be Michael. So the whole movie just kept going, say it. Michael, <laughs> <God. Duncan's voice. laughs> 
made up for Because they say it so much in that movie. There's like a YouTube like reel you can watch where everyone in that movie says Michael and how many times they say it. Because it's Michael. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So Greeting. many times. Greeting maggots, Michael. Michael, yeah. Live forever, Michael. Yeah. Um, but I would I would say stand by me. Plus John Cusack's in it. Matt, have you picked one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, I'm going to have to go with my pick. Dr. Sleep? Uh, Dr. Sleep is probably... It's a good adaptation. It's a really good adaptation. I mean, it's the only one that I feel like got... Well, aside from It Chapter One... Well, no, no. That's a, that's a close second. The one that I think that did the book justice and was accurate as much as it could be. Yeah favorite book of you know like all his but I, I got a lot of them but i mean it is one of my favorite books of his from his recent works but and you like the stand you love the stand oh i love the stand i yeah. still haven't watched that thing on cb that one that came out on cbs direct to tv one the well, old one no 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 the new one that has the scars guard as the as the randall flag oh, randall flag i didn't watch that either the old one's great and it has um I gary it has your 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 girlfriend in it Lieutenant Dan? Has Kathy Bates in it. She doesn't last very long. Oh, shit. Misery was good. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, that was, that one. That one's considered, I I think, other than The Shining. That's the one that I think is better than the book. The movie is better than the book. I don't know why, but I always get Dolores Claiborne and Misery. I like Dolores Claiborne. Yeah, it's because they're both Kathy Bates. I like Dolores Claiborne, but that one's real. That one's real fucked up. I read Dolores Claiborne. Well, it's been a long time. I would say the movie you picked for your pick is probably up there in my in my top five too. So uh, tell us what movie you picked. Yeah, so um, I chose uh, Carrie, the original, nineteen seventy six. Nineteen seventy six. It's the night of the senior prom. The Bates High School gym is alive with excitement. Everybody is there, even Carrie White, the girl no one likes. We're all sorry about this incident, Cassie. It's Carrie! And everyone makes fun of her. The girl who lives in that creepy house with her crazy mother. And this was Steve, this was Stephen King's first written novel. Um, he wrote it while he was working in a laundromat. Interesting. Has, he's do we making know, a dollar sixty-five an hour. Do we know if he's met a woman up until this point? He's he's <laughs> married with children. Mm, he was literally a starving artist. Okay. He was a school teacher for a while too. I know he yeah. got his ass kicked in high school because. He wrote Rage and then this movie, so. <laughs> yeah, so he, he wrote this book, um, and then he his inspiration was uh, for the, the character Carrie came from two different girls in his high school, and they were just kind of, like, frumpy, and they wore, like, homemade clothing, and they were awkward, and. And he wants to see them covered in blood. He just, and then the idea of these like psychokinetic powers and research has shown that psychokinetic powers emerge when a young woman becomes a woman. Well, a transition. I, a transition. I think yeah. I, I learned who wrote these, the, these research articles. Was it? Uh, it was Peter Venkman. Oh, it was Doctor Venkman. Ha ha! I got it. I was going to be like, got was it Doctor Venkman? Well, 
Well, her mom says, like, if you don't sin, then the red tide will never come upon you. So you it's actually your own fault that for the bloodening and because ins- of your sin. His inspiration for the character of Carrie's mom, Margaret White, was women that worked with him at the laundromat. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Because they were like Bible bumpers and Jesus freaks. Um, so let's go around the room and uh, have you guys seen it or read it and what did you think when I chose it? Allie. I have seen it several times. I've also seen the sequel, The Rage, Carrie 2. I have not read the book, but I was excited because I hadn't watched it in a while. So I was excited. And I love Sissy Spacek. Guido? Uh, when I was like 12 or 13... I saw this movie in the TV guide, and it said that there was nudity in it. And right like, off the bat. I was like, yes. I am on fucking board. I feel like this might have been. Yeah, you but know it what? was only like in the beginning, the I, first five minutes. And that then was you everything. See any I, more boobies? You one, see her at on. the end when she's bathing the blood exactly, off. Exactly, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. We, All we right. saw her dirty pillows. Her dirty pillows. Her dirty pillows. I love that. I feel like this might have been one of the first Stephen King movies I actually watched. It was that or The Shining. One of these two. I can't remember which one though. That would that would make sense. I was very young. Mm-hmm. Were you? Did you say whether you were excited, like looking forward to watching it, or you were indifferent? Well, I like I, I like the movie. I like, it, ma- it makes me a little sad, but I like the movie. Yeah. I had a very different emotional response to this movie watching it today. Oh really? I did. I I became incredibly emotional. Oh. It was very upsetting. Matt. This is actually my first time seeing it the whole way through. Like I've Ooh, a like, virgin just like Carrie. Like I've seen I've seen it, like parts of it, but I always like come in late to watch it. Like I missed basically the whole beginning of the movie. Usually I'm usually watching The Dirty it. Pillows and the Muff. I mean I, I miss the whole lot I usually beast. miss the, the, the locker room scene. I also saw the sequel. The Rage. Carrie Terry too. Because there was also a uh, made-for-TV adaptation. There was. I saw that. Then there was a remake with Chloe Grace Moretz. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I saw that. I haven't because seen the, the, that latest Julia one. Moore plays the mom in the oh, remake. And she, it's probably very good, actually. She was literally... see her butt. Actually, now that you say that, I think I have seen it. It, it didn't need to be done. Yeah, Julianne Moore was literally the only good part of that. She would be good at that part. But also just to steal a line from the great uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Carrie is my favorite period film. (laughs) 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 And, I mean, I was just so excited that you didn't pick Shawshank. So, of course, I'm looking forward to talking about this movie. We're so relieved (laughs) that you didn't pick that fucking movie. Let's see that beef. Shower scene, so shower scene, see. shower scene. So. Beeves, 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 Let's beeves, go. Beeves. Eraser nipples. Oh, my God. So it starts off. It uh, looked like my chin it, down there. It was it's a It's another big old tale beaver. of high school. Impenetrable. Uh, it's the first, the first note I wrote was volleyballs, bush, and bullies. <laughs> <laughs> Title of the episode. <laughs> I thought, I was like, man. It's the first five minutes, and we've already got volleyball, bush, and bullies. I would describe that bush as unwieldy. I would oh. describe all these girls as massive cunts. I yes. hate. We saw every, some of them. Not really. They were all pretty well uh, covered. Yes, there so were, much bush. There yeah. were some girls. It was a different time. Like you could totally tell that this these men wrote this script because it was just 
Full frontal everything. It was a lot. Hell yes. But that was how they got the but money in for the, the movie. Book, in the book, they also describe this locker scene. So I think it was necessary. I think truly. Normally, I'm not like I'm one of those people, those proponents of like having nudity on women just because you can have it is stupid. But I think especially because of what happens to Carrie, it's it's needed. Plus, back then, when you did shower after you took gym. So it would just be weird if it would be that everyone was in the locker room fully dressed and Carrie was naked getting her period. Like it doesn't make it that that wouldn't make any sense. It makes sense that I mean yeah. all the girls would be completely nude. And what does she do? So she runs up and grabs people. So like, you terrified. So in the first scene, they're playing volleyball outside and Carrie misses the ball and loses the game essentially because they take that shit so seriously so serious. so she gets mocked and chastised and hit by Piece the girls and you can just see that she's just she's a, an outcast an outcast it's for all, the movie it's almost as bad as that scene in super bad where it's like it's fucking soccer who cares like, yeah and then you pee your pants again like, watch you shit your pants people never forget people never forget <laughs> Everybody goes inside, carries outside, and then the next scene in the locker room is all of the girls who've already showered and are getting dressed. And then to a very like very classically like theme music. Yeah. It reminded me of Rosemary's baby. She's alone in this hot shower. Really enjoying it. Really enjoying it and like caressing her her body. She's sudsing herself. It's uh, come on, she's grabbing her There's little G-string divas, a little, little bit like I that. I did say when we were watching it, I was like, all right, we don't have to be that into it. Sexy I think <laughs> Because truly, like, when you were in high school and you showered, it's in, you're out. You're not, like, enjoying any of that, if you even showered. Well, yeah. I obviously she doesn't have a. Sh- I don't think she has a shower at home. She has That's true. Bathtub. She has a bathtub. So she's yeah. just getting into it, man. She's just... So it's like these this nice music, and she's just all by herself enjoying her shower, and then all of a sudden, blood has blood on her hand. Yep, and she thinks that she is dying. She has not she's been properly never, educated. She's she doesn't know about a heads up that this is a normal thing. She's actually old. She's a senior. She's older. Yeah, um, per, like young lady to get her period. She's screaming. And Sissy Spacek actually um, was like, how do you want me to do this? Brian De Palma was like, I want you to act like you're getting like hit by a train. And her husband actually got hit by a car when he was a kid. And so she asked him, um, her husband Jack Fisk, who's also like a producer, what he acted like. And that was her inspiration for the way that she responded in the shower. Like, <laughs> help me, I'm dying. Like, her eyes are popping out of her head. And then everybody, her all of her classmates, just starts throwing tampons and pads. They broke open the pad dispenser. And Those things ain't cheap. Punting Plug it them up. at Plug her. Plug it up. Yeah. I mean, if I had blood coming out of my body inexplicably at that point. In a very vulnerable I would, place. Yeah, I would certainly find the first person wearing all white. And I would grab them by the arms. She does touch them. You guys remember the those Yes, I do remember getting my first period. Thank no. you for asking. Um, I was not. <laughs> we're, we're all girls here. <laughs> those clip shows on VH1, like the I Love the Eighties and I Love the Seventies. Oh, I love those. Mm-hmm. They, love they those. were talking about this movie, and I just remembered the the thing that they used 
the song that they used for the opening. For Little th- Red Corvette? No, it was Only Women Bleed by Alice Cooper. She sucks. <laughs> like, so the gym teacher, Miss Collins, comes out. Betty Buckley. Betty Buckley. You mean Mike Tyson? And she now, smacking she everybody in this movie, she hitting is everybody. A tyrant. I like her. I love a lot. her. She is. She's throwing fresh ones. She's also currently on Law and Order SVU. Yeah, I was just gonna tell you that. She's giving anyone fresh ones. I forgot it was her, and then I saw her name in the credits, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, she is <laughs> on SVU now. That's Betty Buckley. I could not. I couldn't even believe it. That's the same person. Can't be cracking wise around this. <laughs> Only lady. two years older than Sissy Spacek in this movie, by the yeah, way. Yeah, she's she's two years older than Sissy Spacek. Technically, this is her first year being a gym teacher, so she must have graduated. Sometime. Oh, okay. Yeah. And apparently, when you're a gym teacher, you can just smack around your students. It was the 70s. Because she's, she the does time. this. I'm fine with it. All throughout the movie. Yeah, I think it should happen more. Book. Well, you know, yeah, Carrie's hysterical. And and she, at, at first, is like, well, why are you this hysterical? And then she realizes in the moment, like, holy crap, you really have no idea what's going what's on. What's going on with your body? Yeah. What's going so on? So she chastises everybody and tells them to go away. And then she takes <laughs> Carrie to the principal's office. So as Carrie's sitting out... Uh, in a chair outside of the principal's office and Miss Collins and the principal are talking, the assistant principal. Smoking. Are smoking and talking about what happened. Um, Carrie can hear everything and people are obviously talking because there's high schoolers walking past her and Oh, those bitches told everybody. They told everybody. They're just awful. Terrible, terrible. Guess who we just tortured. Guess who we just... (laughs) Guess he just got her violently period. emotionally abused. Carrie White and yeah. physically. So they so they decide that she's gonna go home, and he invites her into the office and calls her the wrong name, and she gets yeah, really he upset. Call, he kept calling her Steve. Cassie. It's Carrie. Literally, they say it four times. And he still keeps calling her Cassie. I'm like, Cassie. how many times? It's on purpose. No, because he doesn't listen to women. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and it's just disgusting. The, the patriarchy. I've yeah, never, I've never met him. I hear he's a great guy. Oh God, it's just disgusting because they're they're talking about her and she can hear everything and they're right like, in front of her. How does this even happen? How do you get to be this old and you don't know what a period is? Like, yeah, don't they teach it? In it school? comes at the end of a sentence, or no. maybe she wasn't allowed to take it because her mom's such a they fucking don't psycho. teach it in school because they teach abstinence only. That doesn't have anything to do with menstruation. Yeah, it's a normal, they teach you about yeah, your bodily functions. No, they don't. Yeah. They, yes, they do. They teach you to stick your dick out of a window grade. and then slam the, the window Not in on. my schools. I learned about it in sixth grade. So this is, at this point. <laughs> From school. The only got, periods we I got learned about out of are the things that end sentences. Yeah, all I remembered. Right. I think I learned in sixth grade, too. Yeah, they put all the girls in one room. And, and all the boys us, in the other one. And made us watch a video. I was asked And then they leave. give you a book about what your buds will look like. And then years later, your I tried buds. to get into it. Yeah, your boobies. What? Oh, They I, called them buds? Yeah. I already had tits by then. It's gross. Yeah, yeah they call them buds. It's gross. When they're starting to form breasts. They ask you what they look like? They have pictures of the transition from... They don't want you to think that like your body is weird. Yeah. They should give you pictures of like normal. labia, too, so you don't feel weird about your labia. Yeah, and they show you like this. these are... There's a book of, of child porn. It's not child it's not porn. It's for education. Oh, I've I got the anatomy book, and then I, you know, I got in trouble for like renting it like six times. 
Well, uh, you know, you're a perv. Yeah, because they're a little more complicated. When you kept returning it, the pages, the pages were stuck. There you go. This is an Audi. They should all have any. They should give. They should do it for boys too, and let you know that like every boy's dick is different, and some are cut and some are not, and you guys are not weird for having different dicks. Like it should be the same teaching as they teach to girls that we shouldn't feel weird about having. So they should. They should. You know, labia. No, you know, I agree with that. I went to school with a guy. He he had a pee hole on the top of his dick. No, we didn't. Yes, he did. So, like, he would pee on his own face at the urinal, but he had to pull it down so he could get it, you know. All righty. How does he go when he's, it's like a midnight walk? He must really, like, He tries not to pee when he walks, I imagine. Continue. Yeah. (laughs) Got off track there with, like, top dick pee holes. Well, it's a, (laughs) yeah, so weird. Title of the movie. (laughs) So, so Carrie had, this is the second encounter of these, like, kinetic psychokinetic power i guess that she has the first one is in the shower the light bulb telekinesis she she breaks the light it has like basically the psycho music when that's intentional yeah it is it's a it's a nod to psycho during that moment during when the ashtray flips and then later on in the movie when the mirror cracks it's like that short Um, they use the four the that and they go to the high school is Bates High School. Yep. So which it's is a, a nod, nod to Norman. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, that's intentional. Good call. Good check. Way to find that Easter egg. Way to be a sports nut. Um, so, yeah, I, want, so I am really good at you're, He's so, so good at movies. So she, she flips the ashtray. There's ash everywhere. She runs out of the room. And then she starts walking home. And, creepy Carrie, creepy Carrie, creepy Carrie. And then she pushes that kid over. Fuck With that kid. her mind. Fuck that kid. With her mind. With her mind. Okay, she didn't touch it. And Matt's like, why isn't that kid in school? Yeah, why wasn't he in school? <laughs> yeah, fucker. Can you imagine the homeschool kids calling you weird? Yeah. <laughs> I'd push him over too. During that time, uh, we segue to uh, Sue Snell. Snell's mom's house. I know, it's a horrible name. Sue Snell. Sue Snell. Very illiterate. Who is one, Sue Snell's one of the girls that was in she the locker room. Who's played by Amy Irving, yes. The first Mrs. Steven Spielberg. The first Mrs. Yes. Steven Spielberg. Um, and and so, star of The Rage, Carrie, too. She's also in an SVU episode. That makes sense. You say star. She plays the same character. Yeah, because oh, okay. she, plays she lives. Because she's one of the survivors, yeah. yeah. One of the most expensive divorces in Hollywood history. That's amazing. Well, she got him. And then they divorced right after E.T. came out, I want to say. So, do you know how they met? Dollar, dollar bills. Do you know how they met? At a prenup convention? Uh, so, like Steven I do now, Spielberg I can't remember. would come to the set this movie because okay. when they were casting for this movie, they were also casting for the Star Wars. I've never seen the that. The Star Wars porno? No, there's a Star oh. Wars movie. Um, Revenge of the Shit, the all anal the final chapter. No, no, it would have been a new hope. A new hope. The, yeah, the new hope. So they were casting for both of those movies at the same time at the same event. So like Brian De Palma and George Lucas and Steven Spielberg were all friends. And so they was would, Close Encounters also casting at that time. No, too? but there was all these rumors that like Sissy Spacek was going to be um, Carrie Fisher's. And, would not like that. And no. then Tommy, Mm-mm. the actor that does Tommy, was supposed to be Luke Skywalker. That I knew. That I knew. That you can watch that audition tape. I'm pretty sure. The believe it or not. And uh, Sissy Spacek wasn't even going to try out for Carrie. She was going to be like an extra or one of the girls in the shower scene. 
like a student, but um, her husband, who is a producer, Jack Fisk, he pushed um, for her to read, and she got it. It was originally supposed to be Amy Irving was supposed to be Carrie. Yeah. And then when Sissy Spacek auditioned, Brian De Palma bumped her down to Sue Snell. Yeah, and they they weren't sure Sissy Spacek would be good because she doesn't look frumpy, and she's really pretty, and she's got... Red hair, and she's really skinny in the in in the in the book. Well, she's, she's perfect. She's perfect for that because you know nobody kind of likes looking. nobody likes gingers. Unconventional. I feel like Sissy Spacek is perfect for her because I feel like she is kind of odd looking. She is odd looking, but she is also beautiful. Oh yeah, she's so unique looking and yes, um, agreed. She looks like, like a those Picasso or. No, you know, you know what she, she a full-on remi- Monet. You know what she no, I'm kidding. Me of? She reminds, I'm kidding. I love Sissy Spacek. She reminds me of those dried-out alien husks that we've seen in Mexico. All righty. Yes. So, um, Eerie. Steven Spielberg came to the set, and because Brian De Palma told him there was a lot of really attractive women, a lot of talent on set. On set. Nice. Hey. Hey. Yeah. God. I, I, I stock yeah. this pond with big fish. You know what I'm saying? That exactly. sounds gross and pervy. I don't like it. It is so gross and pervy. Oh, and I saw her bush. No, he didn't see her bush, but there's you lots don't of see her girls. bush. Yeah. Hey, Steve, well, we're doing the shower scene on Thursday. Yo, Steve, you want to come see <laughs> this? And, and he, like, I guess he asked out a couple of different girls, and Amy was the only one that bit. I find this very hard to believe. That's what the that's what Dude, the fact choice on IMDb. Says. I'm just saying because also when this was being filmed, he was probably filming Jaws. Jaws came out at the exact same time, basically. So hey, I was wondering when he, he had the time. He wrote their prenup apparently on a cocktail napkin. So of course this guy's there being was steamy. no prenup. I see you're at work, so you can't get away. You want to go out for bagels later? <laughs> I bagels? can't. I'm filming a movie. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to come and date me on set. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so so we meet her, we eat. Meet uh, Amy Irving, um, Sue Snell's mother, and we meet um, Piper Laurie, who plays Margaret White. And quad pro quo Carrie's alum. mom. She is a quad pro quo alum. From our first episode, she plays Aunt M in Return to Oz. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, that's right, bitches. <laughs> it's a circle. It's a circle. It's a circle. This circle. She's also and in Twin Peaks. Piper Laurie's amazing. She's a She's great, great actress. She is great. Um, so yeah, so she plays, so she plays Margaret White and I'm still trying to determine whether she's batshit nuts or if she's just so, she's brought up so religious that she's just been manipulated and that's the same thing. That's the same thing. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Same thing. She's a religious fanatic. She was brought up that way. You could tell by the way that she talks to Carrie Oh, do you mean like is it nature versus nurture with her? Yeah, 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 yeah. Was she born that way or was she bred that way? I think she was, I think it's a bit of both. Well, she taught me a bunch of stuff like how women are inherently weak beings prone to sin. No. I should have killed myself when he put it when in me. When he put it in me. When he put me. And then he took it out and then he put it back in me. And I liked it. And, and I, I liked it. it. Yeah, she's a sinner. But she didn't know what sex was. He smelled like whiskey. You know what? She, she probably still doesn't. She doesn't. She, she, she. I think thought she was raped by her husband because she got married, and she didn't know. That's what the well in the book. That's what. It, oh, okay. it Felt like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, All no, right. she well, was yeah. she was hard to live with, he and then her. he left, and then she went off the fucking deep end. No, he made her. He forced himself on her. 
she didn't really know what was happening. And then she ended up pregnant and didn't even know what that was. So it seemed as though she was very naive. This is why sex even. education in schools is important. Yeah. And so it kind of makes sense that Carrie wouldn't know what had happened to her because her mother. Oh, yeah. Um, her mother's his wife. Just so, continue the cycle. No big deal. So she goes over to Sue Snell's mom's house and tries to teach her about the Lord. And she doesn't bite and she gives her money and sends her away. That's Amy Irving's real mom. Yes. It is Amy Irving's real mother. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did Steven Spielberg ask her out on a date too? <laughs> Probably, he apparently, he was so have. horned up. God, probably sounded like John Travolta. Hey, 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 baby! You want to, you want to know something funny too? You, you want to go Come get on. a Reuben? He J- left. John Travolta was asking, hitting up the dudes. He left. Yo, nice dick. Welcome back, Cotter. <laughs> filming well an episode to go try out for this movie. Hey, hey, you and he really... was dressed like his character from Welcome Back, Cotter. I mean, what is Vin- his name? Hey, you got a real nice um, cock there, bro. Vinny Barbarino? Yes, yes, Yo, yes. Vinny Barbarino. Mr. Cotter, Mr. Cotter, you got In a real your... nice cock, bro. All right. In your rear <laughs> with my scuba gear. Oh, yes. my gosh. Yes, 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 yes. So, um... Don't call me a stupid shit. A lot of face slapping your in this nose movie. With a so rubber much. Hose. So much face slapping. So 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 Margaret comes home and Margaret gets a phone call. It's the school. They tell her what happened, and she calls Carrie downstairs and she goes, "You're a woman," and she smacks the shit out of her. And this whole terrible She's scene girl, occurs where Carrie's like, "Why wouldn't you tell me?" And the mother just spits out. Bible verses. Bible verses, just chastising her for being the first thing was a human, basically, and locks her in this horrific room with this, a glowing Jesus eyes. It's not Jesus; it's Saint Sebastian. Why is it Saint Sebastian and not Jesus? I don't know what Saint Sebastian is representative. How could she not know? Intercourse. There is a Catholic in the room. Would you know? Yes, he's the patron saint of intercourse. Isn't he? I don't think so. Nah, Isn't he the saint of sailors or something he kicked like that? The, he oh. kicked, no, no, he kicked the, the snakes out of Ireland. No. Who's Ireland? What? <laughs> I don't know Catholic stuff. <laughs> so so she gets locked into the room and she lights a candle. And Her mom's like got this, a chokey? This room, it is Her a chokey. Her mom does have a chokey. He's the patron saint of archers and athletes and of those who desire a saintly death. Okay. That explains why he's got Hot. all the arrows in him. Yeah. And it's fucking creepy. The eyes glow. Like, she can't stretch her legs out. That's how small this room is. And yeah. she's, like, banned Prison. there to pray. So she comes out eventually. She goes to her room. Her mom tries to come in, and she breaks the mirror uh, in anger with her mind. And we get that sharp sound. So, yeah, so we know that she has her powers now, and she's going to use them. And she is, yeah. like... I'm going to go look this up in the library. So the red tide uh, floated the powers to her? Yeah. The stress. The stress of that is incident. Is this or the like only woman that this happens to? No. No. You're we tell- all, wait we a all second. get it. You're telling me. We all get it. That both of yous could move things with your thoughts? Yeah. It happens all the time. Read a comic book. No, they just... I mean, again, in these researched articles... They, I think they do say that, like, the stress of break from being a child to being an adult or an adolescent to whatever um, does cause things like that to come what out. What do you with. think that is for, uh, you know, dudes? <clears throat> is it a first comies? Ew. What it, like, what is it? Mm. Is it? It can't be because you guys can, like, no, you, guys, you guys do it in your sleep. I yeah. snapped a sock in half. Ah. I don't know. 
<laughs> yeah, what's our Crow Daddy? Uh, what's our big I moment? Love how the first boner? Bryce is it the first boner? Boing! That is, that happens really early, doesn't you it? You can. Yeah. Little boys get boners. So it probably can't be that. I feel uncomfortable talking about this. Strike a nail through a two by four with it at that point. Okay. Anyway, so we get back to school. Carrie's in English class. And we meet Tommy Ross. <laughs> so cute. Uh, so this blonde that, hair. Um, the blonde hair. He's yes. so dreamy. He was in that show where he played a superhero and that song that um, George, Seinfeld. Yeah. Yes. Believe it or not, George isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out before I pick up the phone. Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home. That's, That's the only thing I know that guy from. He's from that show that George used as his answering machine song. That's really the only... He doesn't He hasn't really done anything. Uh, before we get back to uh, Tammy's pick of Carrie, we're going to take a short break and find out about one of the other podcasts that are part of the Deluxe Edition Network. Be right back. What's up, Goreheads? This is Ben and Nancy from the Extreme Horror Replay Podcast. We like to bicker, complain needle and criticize and if we're lucky we'll squeeze a horror movie review in there somewhere we've been married a long time so we know how to argue <laughs> check us out on all your favorite podcast platforms and you decide who's right or wrong in the argument all right and we're back continue super about the menzies about tommy so Tommy. Tom, Tommy is your, um, this is the stud. He's the all-American baseball <laughs> football player who he also does poetry. writes poetry. Like, very oh. cute. Very He's studly. So sensitive. That teacher sucks ass, man. What? Yeah. You mean the... I think the, he actually does. He's yeah. mean. You mean the mental patient from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Thank you. Yes. That's exactly what he's from. He basically makes fun Sydney of the poem. Sydney Lassick. He makes fun of the poem and then he makes fun of Carrie... For saying that she thought it was beautiful. Well, it's, that's hardly a criticism. What? What? Him making He's, fun of a high school no, boy's she sim- No, she simply said the word beautiful. Yeah. And then, and then the he's, like, that's not a criticism. Ah, like he asked like literally for criticism. making fun of her. Like, it's awful. English teachers are the worst. Have you met Carrie White? Yes, I have. So we get to the uh, punishment scene. So Mrs. Collins, who's the gym teacher... Uh, brings all of the girls from that gym class that carries in uh, into the gym, and she rips them a new asshole. It's like a legion of skanks. Let's, but also, let's just do a rundown of who all these people. Oh are, yeah, that's okay. That's what I was gonna do just now. Yeah. So there's a couple of main girls. Um, PJ Souls, Quad Pro Coalition. PJ Souls from Halloween. Uh, she plays Norma, and that's She's the one who's show. always wearing the hat. Yeah, the red hat girl. She always chews gum and she always laughs at everything that everyone fuck. else does. Yeah, she's annoying as fuck and she's such a follower. Oh yeah. And then we have um Nan we have Chris Harginson, who is the lead bitch. She's the Regina George of the group, played by Nancy Allen. Robocop. Yeah. Robocop, dressed to she's, kill. She's the partner. She's really? The one, she's the one that rides around with Murphy. Wait, who's the one that um? Oh yeah, I know. Robocop okay. one, Thank two, you for and that. three. Mm-hmm. I, that that connected that dot. Our lady from Ferris Bueller's Day yeah. Off. In yeah, there. she's in it as well. And in planes, trains, of automobiles. Yes. Oh, you're fucked. <laughs> and then of course, um, Amy Irving. Irving is, is Sue Snell. Snell, and she's kind of like 
she's a follower. Like she, she actually you want feels her bad. to be the nice girl. She may have made a mistake, but yeah, she, realized, she tries to make up yeah, for it. She realized uh, it doesn't she, matter. She's gonna pay for it. She realized she fucked up. Yeah, she realized she fucked up. She's Tommy's girlfriend. There's nothing Tommy's she girlfriend. can do that can make it right. If those two had kids, their hair. Woo. Yeah, it'd be wild. Wild. So, Miss Collins says, I was going to have you suspended and get your prom ticket taken away, but the principal said that was too harsh, so you're going to be mine in detention every day for a week after school. 50 minutes. You're going to do 50 minutes of hard boot camp. Love it. And if you say no, then I'll take your prom tickets away. Yep. So And um, smack you in the fucking face. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> not enough. They didn't get smacked enough. And that, I, I agree. think about it. These bitches. I then was like, and just think, in 10, 20, in 10, 15 years, they're going to pay someone to put them through this boot camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those aerobics, those calisthenics were great. Yeah. Squats, and, and those squats. shorts were so short. And tight. We Do you know what happens to you in 20 years? You get trucker hips. I'm surprised we didn't see the bush that we saw beforehand poking out of them shorts. I can't believe it either, to be honest They were you. braided. Yeah. Did you see the one? Oh, my God. So, Chris Harginson, who's hoity-toity, her dad's a, a lawyer, kind of reminds me of the uh, main character from, like, Footloose that's, like, she's oh, just, just like, a bad girl, just does whatever she wants to do. Minus the turnaround of then being a nice person because oh, she's well, a horrible true. human being. No, Chris Harkinson is terrible. She also thinks every like she's she plays the victim mm-hmm. real well. She um she tells Miss Collins she can shove it up her ass and she leaves and she's not going to go to prom. And no. she gets smacked in the fucking face. And she gets smacked hard. in the fucking hard. face. Hard. Hard. Period's not up, Harkinson. It is for me. Keep running. Well, there are ten minutes left. Stick them up your ass. It's and so she's like, hot. you're not going to get away with you this. You can't do that. You can't do she that. My fucking did. dad is going to get you. Oh, God. Uh, and then we see Sue Snell talking to Tommy. And she says, you know, I want you to take I want you to take Carrie to prom. Because she feels bad that this oh, whole man. incident happened. And oh, man. I thought Carrie you were actually going to gonna put out. I want to well, fuck her. I want to fuck Sue you. Sue doesn't put out. So, yeah. Sue's a, Sue's a nice girl. So she's not going to do that anyway. So we also meet some of the guys that are that are friends, and that's where we meet John Travolta's hey. character Billy. Oh, hey, because um, um, they're tra- all they're all together like after school or something. And Billy actually doesn't go to their school. You know yeah, what's really I cool? Didn't, I didn't think drinking he was and in, driving in their school. I thought maybe he was older. Yeah, he is. He is older. He's much older. He's in his twenties. He's a bad boy. He um, isn't Sean Penn's brother. One of the guys too. No, this is not Footloose. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Talbot is Freddy. The guy that throws him the beer isn't Sean Penn's brother? No. Uh, maybe. Anyway, they dance. They and save then, the town. Yeah. So, <laughs> and so then yeah. They die. So, so he's there, and um, that's where we kind of introduce him. And hey, what beer is the uh, other girl? What um, beer Chris is, are dating? Um, is John Travolta drinking and driving with? Really light. PBR. Pabst Blue oh. Ribbon. Oh, the number one beer for degenerate. He's driving and drinking, and then the police drive by. It wasn't and illegal back pretend. then. It's called the road soda. You could yeah. do it back then. It's okay. Come on, Mr. Cotter. The console's full of ice. It's okay, Mr. Cotter. I got a note. Excuse me, I want to slap my girlfriend again. 
So much slapping. <laughs> he beats Someone the shit face. out of her in she the book. She does it too, though. He beats, oh, in the book? He beats the shit out of her in the book. Like, he really hits her. He That's where I can I can see your Footloose analogy. It's like that dude who beats the shit out of her in, in Footloose. Yeah, I can see that. But maybe he shouldn't have, she shouldn't have kept calling him a stupid shit. She's very flirtatious. She knows she can use her body and her looks to get what she wants with him. I'm sorry. I have she never. She is really good at talking while ever. giving her yeah. belly. It's like she's got two mouths, So dude. much talking whilst blowing. Is she a ventriloquist? It's impossible. In the book, do we find out that she's <gasps> a ventriloquist a and she can throw her <laughs> I know what it is. No. She's like, oh. There's oh, no Billy, jobs. Billy, I hate Carrie White. I know Wait, what it is. What are you doing whoa, down there? Whoa, yeah. Whoa, 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 uh, whoa, there's whoa. only one scenario where this could happen. She has a glass eye. Ew. And she was blowing him with her eye socket, allowing her to use her mouth and Disgusting. get what she wants. She's the. Do you witch think she has a spit fish? in her own eye socket? Yeah, that's not how that works. Oh, that's how it worked for her. She they, was talking. She was I damn near singing the Star Spangled Banner. So yeah. he's got so, like so a she, two inch she penis. Was, if she wanted to, if she wanted it was to not going to work out. She was working it around, you know? He so must she, have been real soft. Was she winking <laughs> to put like lubricant? She just had to cry a little bit. I know we're a, I know we're an audio podcast, but right now There's I'm a lot just, of winking. I and, hate and, Carrie White. Is this Night at the Roxbury? Oh like, my yeah. God. <laughs> 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 oh. All right. Yeah, see, that's not what happened. No. I don't like her. Take care of this. Take care of this. Oh, oh my it's okay. God. I'm just going to pretend you're L. Ron Hubbard. It's all good. Oh, my God. Uh, we don't want to get in trouble with a Scientologist. Listen, I, I won't get it in your hair, but it's definitely going in your eye. So, so Billy takes... So, she, uh, she tells him while she's pleasuring him that she wants him to take care of Carrie and do something her- terrible to her. Here's so, he I'm decides gonna he's gonna going to slaughter a pig at a local pig farm and then drain its blood into a bucket. Oh, an actual totally pig. normal thing to do. And so they they take the blood and they put it in their trunk and uh, bring it over to the high school and they're all in on it. All the girls are on the planning committee, so they they get back there and they put the bucket over top of where the king and queen will be crowned. At the same around the same time, Tommy is asking Carrie to the prom and she's like taken aback and she doesn't want to go with him and she thinks it's a trick and he's like no I just I would love to go with you and she says yes and she tells her mom and her mom flips the fuck out and she says they're all gonna laugh at you and then she talks about her her what are they pillows dirty pillows dirty this pillows. is when she's get, actually getting ready for they're the prom they're called breasts mama and she's like I'm going this is when I got emotional what when she's I telling just, her mom about going to the prom, or just, when she's getting ready? When for the she's prom. getting ready, I just I I almost cried. I just knew what was gonna happen, and I was like, she's so happy and she's so hopeful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she thinks she has friends, and mm-hmm. she thinks it's gonna end up so well. I thought and that I when know they were dancing. What's gonna happen? And I got yeah. so upset. I got so upset. It, it's completely devastating. Yeah, she thinks she's gonna get out of this fucking nut job house and have a life and have friends. Yeah, and she she's like, Mama, I'm not like you. I, I'm not I mean, funny. The, I'm not funny. The bravery it took for her to stand up to her mom yeah. was just Hilarious. so commendable. And now her mom's scared of her. She calls her a witch. Yeah, yep. because she's, she uses wire hangers. She's showing her mm. her true strength. 
Um, so she makes this beautiful dress. Very pretty. And it's red in the book, by the way. I, I guess that's I think I knew that, yeah. symbolizing her. They didn't her pour cream on her in the book, did they? The color differences. Yeah, you gotta do it for contrast. What are we doing here? No, I think it was this, like symbolizing coming of age kind of thing. It Maybe was it's just like a blush pink. It's pink. Yeah, but in the book it's red. So Tommy picks her up. She looks beautiful. They get in his car. And he's actually pretty genuine. He Sounds like it. He and Sue... I think, I think are fun. truly like yeah. doing. They're nice. They're nice. Yeah, he's a nice person. He doesn't know what's about to happen. He's not no, in on he's it. He's not. He's and not in on yeah, it. And neither is girlfriend. Girlfriend and, doesn't know. No. And that's and that's so you know one when the shit hits the fan. I was like, oh, I felt bad for him. Because yeah, he I was, did too. I felt bad for him. I felt bad for the girl that took like a bucket on the when noggin. they come in and the girl's like, "Hi, Carrie, you look so pretty. That dress, that girl, like." I don't think most of the people were laughing. In her head, everyone was laughing. I think the only people that were really laughing were like the bitch girls, mm-hmm. PJ yeah, Souls, Norma, and yeah. the douchebag boys who helped. Like I yeah. think everyone else was just horrified. Yeah. But in her yeah. mind, everyone was laughing. Everyone else was shocked. Yeah. Jumping. No, no, sorry, yeah. So, so they get to the prom and... She, he introduces her to all of his friends. They sit together. They're so nice. They share a first dance, and she's never danced with a boy before. And we get that really cool scene. The spinning? Spinning. So she, I was dizzy. So he, so Tommy and Carrie are actually standing on a platform, and that platform is spinning one direction, and then the camera is spinning another direction they around They must have gotten them. so dizzy. I love these dated camera moves. Like, And earlier, another one of my favorite camera moves, like they do that thing where they shoot something in the foreground and the background by splitting two camera feeds. Yeah. I like that. So everything's yeah. in focus. They do crazy shit in this movie. That is a dated technique, but They're, I like it. They also have their first kiss. Yep. So he why kisses he, her. Why is he kissing her if he's got a girlfriend? It's just a little kiss. It's not a big fucking deal. I, I don't know. It started out with a kiss. Huh? I he's honestly like, think he starts to like her. Not. Uh, I really yeah. do. I think so, It's too. part of the whole package. I okay? think. No. Boy, it's not no, a no, no. His girlfriend paid no, for she didn't. the deluxe boyfriend package. Oh. All right. And so, like, I want you to go give her the works. I think okay? in the moment he felt like he genuinely liked her. And I think it was like. I do, too. I think he she, realized she's not a freak. She liked my poem, and she's actually a really nice, lovely girl, and I'm just, you know, I want to kiss her in this moment. And I have much better hair than her. Well, well it's no. tough to get it's those ringlets. Different. Those ringlets. She washes her hair with only conditioner, like and someone else no, I know. she only uses soap. Oh, her poor dry that? skin. Her poor dry skin. So it comes time for the voting. Which they rig. <laughs> and they add, and Carrie wasn't even going to vote for herself. <laughs> But and this is interesting. I don't know why they did this in the book, but they had a tie between Tommy and Carrie and another couple. Isn't that kind of weird? And then that's when the moment when they said, I don't want to vote for myself. It's a device. And then Tommy convinces her, you know. Oh, and her vote is the one that wins. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So it's almost like they push their own. They punch um, their own fate. Yeah. They're in charge of it. So it wasn't that it was rigged. It was that they were the last two and it was a tiebreaker. I kind of like that. It, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, but the the rigging makes it even more worse. Makes it more worse. Uh, it's worse. Yeah, because they need them sinister. to be on the X, you know? They need them. Well, well, it's just, you know, it just shows just how elaborate and annoying and bitch these girls are. 
Is this typical of, of ladies in high school? Um, I have no idea. Yo, bitches be bitches. I man. think I think <laughs> in some high schools, maybe. I'm sure in some high schools. Nothing like this this bad ever happened in my high school. No. As far as I can remember. Not mine either. I don't. I mean, I did bitches do something. crazy. I do know of something that happened in my high school that I may have been a part of. <gasps> you were a cheerleader, yeah, weren't you? That's... Um, yeah, but the cheerleaders in my school were not at the level that they are in these types of movies. Like we had a, our class was 70. So it was like, there was only 12 people on the cheerleading team. So yeah, so they win and they walk on stage and it's just, she's beaming. So happy. She's just so happy. Everybody's clapping. Tommy even gives her her own moment and steps away and lets her just shine. And it's just all very Different wonderful. kind of shine. Oh, okay, cool. And then all of a sudden, um, oh, Sue is actually watching on the side and she's beaming because Carrie's beaming and she's like, I made this happen. I'm this such is my a moment person. too. Well, yeah, she she protected her the best she could. Well, she didn't protect. Well, she, yeah, at this moment, she oh, didn't protect like, her. Never mind. I got to confuse with she's the teacher. She's like, I did a good thing. I'm so like Sandra Bullock in the blind side. She, I help people. She feels <laughs> the rope. She yeah. feels the rope. And she follows the rope with her eyes up and finds the bucket. And she looks at Carrie. And then she follows the rope the other direction. And lo and behold, Billy and Chris hey, are under the stage. I'm under here with the bucket. I'm Don't pull it. With Stop messing with me. I'm holding blood. it. Stop calling me a stupid shit. I Don't you touch another me. another smack. Like another slap in the face. Like I really do. There's just so much slapping. Come on. Give me a blowjob. Something with about their faces. <laughs> and Miss Collins, the gym teacher, runs over to Sue because Sue's trying to But she thinks Sue it. is going to like ruin it. Yeah. And so she grabs Sue and basically bitch slaps her again and <laughs> kicks her out of the gym. She actually cut Why did she do the that? door. Because, because she thinks Sue is there to ruin it. There to ruin Carrie's. She moment. thinks Sue is like jealous and there to ruin Carrie's moment. But but Sue was looking under the stage, but underneath it. Okay, yeah. Fine. That's what that's what they want me to think. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. So at that moment, that's when Chris pulls the rope and the bucket of pig blood falls on Carrie, splashing Tommy, and that is the moment. The iconic oh, scene of all of that blood all over her. Did you like my my Snapchats earlier while we were watching? I'm like, she's having so much fun. Yeah, this is a great night. I hope nothing bad happens. It was. Then Tommy gets hit with the bucket in the head, and he oh, passes poor out. Tommy, because he starts yelling. He's like, "Who did this?" Yeah, he was Rats. shocked. But in her mind, like like I said, everyone's laughing, and then she hears her mother's voice. They're all gonna laugh at you. And it's just on loop. Oh, and it's then terrifying, he is isn't one it? righteous dude. And then the eyes. And then she the just starts raping people out. with her mind. She starts she with her Closes mind. Closes all the doors. She takes those fire hoses and starts like putting I, them through people like popcorn on thread. This scene took three days to shoot oh, all this, together. I love this fact. It's a lot of blood. And she wore that dress, did not shower, slept just like that. For continuity. For continuity. So the gym scene. Everything's wet, electric, fire, and basically, um, kids are dying. Kids, kids were stuck inside of the gym, and I think in the book it said only forty percent of the school lived. Yeah, she's killing. And it was such a devastation to the town. Dozens of people. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's I didn't, good. I and didn't realize she, that the senior the senior class covered so much of the school's population then. Well, in the book, yeah. there was other things like basically the town burned down. Oh. Yeah, it her her so, it's a pat it's like she wreaks havoc in the book. Path the, of destruction. The amount yeah. of money it would that, take to really um, film the entirety of the book would have been too much. So they just burned down the gym. And she does go home. Well, first she kills Chris and John Travolta. Oh, she does do that. I don't know why I said it like Salma Hayek. <laughs> ah, come on, it, it just, just give me a blowjob again before to, like, we run rip. her over and she... She turns around and flips that fucking car and lights that bitch on fire. Um, so she gets home and her mom. She goes upstairs, takes a bath, wipes, uh, washes off all of the blood behind the door and the sins of the night. Very hereditary, just standing behind the door. Yeah, yeah. that was fucking creepy. So creepy with that crazy fucking hair, the crazy hair and the crazy eyes and everything. Ugh. And she sneaks out from behind the door. Gives her a hug and makes her feel like she's safe at home and then stabs her. Stabs her in the back. Where's that Where's that super perceptive power that she was just able she to... She can't see the future. No, she was able to divert a car that was about but to she felt run her over. She felt safe yeah. in her mother's arms. She, she ran out of... <laughs> she, she couldn't tell that, you know, the mom was going to go... <laughs> I mean... Yeah. I. She doesn't have that power. Also, she felt safe. Yeah. A mouse fart could have stabbed her harder than what she did. Just saying. She's so thin. Yeah. <sighs> it barely touched her. So this is where the book and the movie really differ. In the movie, the house is destroyed, yeah, right? Like, yeah, like caves in, kind it of. It caves in and implodes. In the book, the house burns to the ground. Oh, okay. Well, and Carrie actually gets out of oh, the house. Oh, okay. And Carrie um, drags herself, I think, to a graveyard. And Chris doesn't die in the book. Chris actually follows the blood trail to Carrie. The bitch? And Carrie dies in her arms. Wow. Yes. Well, yeah. Even so the girl who gave an eye blowy? Uh, yes. Oh. Like apologize? Or no, it's her? Sue Snell. It's, it's Sue. Sue Snell. I was gonna say that doesn't make sense. So okay. Sue Snell, Sue Snell follows her blood trail, and then she dies in Sue Snell's arms. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, that's even sadder. Yep. Well, too little, too late. But then the act, the ending, ending. The ending to the movie. She drags her mom's uh, dead body that she into the choke. Shoots it <laughs> with kitchen utensils. Ooh. Uh, mirroring the yeah, mirroring the saint. Yeah, yes. I like how she's not hanging there; she's standing there. I know. <laughs> so the she's way she's standing. knifed up, yeah, she's fucking standing there. She's not hanging by yeah. her knife, and she's dead, but standing. She looks so peaceful it looks, and saintly. Yeah, it looks silly. Okay. Yeah. So so Carrie drags her mom into the chokey, shuts the door, and then they die as the house uh, implodes. And then we get this crazy um, jump scare flashback. Flash forward. Dream sequence. Dream sequence. Thank you. From Sue Snell. And it's actually shot backwards. This is the shot. Oh, back. Okay. She's walking backwards. Yeah. And this is actually um, Sissy Spacek's real arm. They buried her in they the ground. Did. I love all these facts. They fucking buried her. I and love it. They didn't care about actors back then. And we're just like, we're going to put lots of rocks. No, on no. You. She wanted it she, for continuity. She no, I said, know. I'm just saying like, I just think it's hilarious. They put her in a box 
and then covered her with dirt. And the director made her husband do it. He said, I'm not doing that to her. You're doing that yeah. to her. It's like in Jaws where they find the all arm right, on the I'll beach and there's her. actually someone underneath in the sand. You're going to be all right, honey. Seuss now yeah. walking towards where their house used to sit. And it says, Carrie, Carrie sucks or something. Carrie, Carrie White, White burns, burns in hell. hell. Burns in hell, yeah. <laughs> and then she puts the ro- those flowers down and then Carrie's <laughs> arm shoots up. And Sue wakes up wakes from her up. dream nightmare. Starts screaming. Her screams were so disturbing that her mom actually yelled out for her. And that sound was cut out by the background music. Well, because she says Amy instead of Sue. Yeah. She says Amy, her real that's name. Because that's her mom. It's her real mom. She was just so um, emotionally. The screams were so bad. So real. So real and crazy that Spielberg divorced her. I suppose. No, he divorced her because he met a second wife making the second Indiana Jones movie. On another set, huh? Yeah. Yo. So that that, out that was the end. Sissy Spacek and the mom were both nominated for Oscars for this movie. Piper Laurie and Sissy Sorry. Spacek were both nominated as Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress. They're all going to laugh at you. They lost then to she, Network. And then so she Sissy was Spacek Twin lost Peaks. to Faye Dunaway. She so the budget was 1.8 million. It wow. grossed 33.8 million. That's success. Very successful. Big success. Yep. Much like. There's so many facts. It please if like I tried my best to weave them into my um no, summary, but great. there's so so many more facts on um IMDb and interviews and you know Stephen King's um Commentary. Commentary, all kinds of things. So this is one of my favorite horror movies when it comes to like hearing the behind the scenes stories because there are so many great facts like that, like the filming and the filming it backwards and the the hand, the continuity and all that stuff. And this is also one of the first with that sequence is one of the first examples of like a trick, like you think it's happening and then it's a jump scare and then it's a dream. Mm-hmm. And they do it in movies a lot now, like in American Werewolf in London and things like that. But this is one of like an earlier example of that. Like, oh, this is happening. And then oh, it's a dream. Yeah. And she's Sissy Spacek is did her, an interview more recently. And she just can't believe that this movie is still so relevant and still so widely known. So because relevant. It, it was a 70s movie. Yeah. She's like, I can't believe people still recognize it and know it. Yeah. In today's day and age. And I know they just remade it, but still, like... But it well, wasn't good, so... Yeah, the remake sucked. Yeah. It has nothing to do with that Moretz girl. No, she's great. All right. Alrighty. So, let's uh, go around the room, pass, fail. Matt? No, I mean, I will pass it, but I do want to talk about, like, when we were watching it today, I, I noticed that I missed a phone call from my dad. He's like, so what are you doing today? And I'm like, oh, well, we're about to watch one of the movies for the, the, the podcast. He's like, what movie are you watching? He's like, oh, we're watching Carrie. He's like, Carrie, huh? That's a pretty good movie. I really liked it. But you know what? Better watch out at the end and shit goes crazy. I'm like, thanks, Al. You don't say, Dad. <laughs> he was like, I hope so. Spoiler he, alert. It was like, shit goes down. You just gotta watch out. It gets pretty crazy. <laughs> she's shaking the hand she's gonna, of Jesus. She's gonna be in the room with you. Oh my God. <laughs> no, no. No, I, I, I will pass this. This is a great movie. It's a great horror movie. I've also always been really impressed with Stephen King about how he writes women. But, I mean, he just basically writes them as human beings. So, I mean... It's very impressive that he's able to do it so well. Yeah. yeah. Guido? Uh, I, I pass it. I pass 
the terrible torture porn movie. No. <laughs> with uh, the occasional uh, built for speed booby. They built were for... some great. Oh, Chris's are a plus a plus titties boobies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really a shame that you know RoboCop had robot arms in his movies because then he couldn't feel you them. just say said it's really a shame robocop he couldn't feel them boobies <laughs> i really i really looked up whether all of the main like characters were over 18 because well, yeah i was like I this so. would be child porn i know but it was they were just so young i love seeing john travolta and going oh my god john travolta's in this no hey, fucking shit no one hey, told me this i'm gonna get a blowjob from a girl with no eye socket I, oh, I, I, I was hey. actually disappointed with his performance. I think he could have been so much more Let evil. me tell you something. She was also disappointed with my performance. He's hey. just a meathead, I think. You know? Yeah, he's he he was in my mind what I would call a murderer mindset. Oh, okay. Like what he did to that pig, he would totally do to another oh, person. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do kind of make him out to be more like a Vinny Barbarino. Like they make him out to be just like, you'll do this because I'll blow you with my eye. My eye hole. And <laughs> we seen it. And um That's so crazy. I know. <laughs> and it, like that's the only reason he's doing it. It's because he's gonna get late, basically. Like he has no skin in make this that fight, sound. you know. needs to talk. Um I'll pass it as well. I, I genuinely enjoy this movie. I think it's great. Um like I said, I had a much different reaction. This time watching it made me sad. But again, I love all the little facts. The behind the scenes facts I think are just amazing. And I, I kind of like that Brian De Palma did. I think it's just so weird that it's his. Because I just, just I just think of Scarface when I think of Brian De Palma. So. I really awesome. like talking about it too. Yeah. Passes around the board. Awesome. Good, good, good. Okay. All the passes for the period piece. Oh, good. Well, we're going to get into uh, our final episode for Stephen King, month of October. Guido, quid pro quo. I have chosen the scariest Stephen King adaptation oh, the, on the entire list. Okay? It's called Trucks. No, I'm just kidding. It's uh, Maximum Overdrive based on a book called Trucks. And it stars uh, Emilio Estevez. Emilio! Exactly. We didn't even plan that. We just, exactly. That was just spur. It was, it was Amazing. Fucking beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. And that's why you're married. Oh yeah. God. I don't even like that movie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, uh, you're going to love it. It came out in 86, and we'll review it next week. And where can you watch it? Oh, Jesus. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Every God. time. I do this every time. No, but I'm asking genuinely because I, I'm, I'm, I feel like you probably have to like buy well, it from you know, somebody's backseat. Guido bought the okay. Criterion oh, collection. Right. Oh, wait. He's got it. It got came it. in a tractor trailer. That Is it on Max? Like, Seems like a lot of Stephen King movies are on you Max You know, right I think now. a lot of women come in 18 wheelers. What is this called again? Maximum, Maximum Overdrive. Overdrive. And you can uh, watch it for free on Pluto TV. So there you go. Wonderful. What is Pluto TV? It's a freemium service. It's like it's like freebie. You, you're gonna yeah. get the ads. Pluto, it's on Tubi. Another oh, cool. free. Another free. Yeah. Yeah. So like the free. And download, I think it's yeah. on Prime if you got Prime. Okay. Well, we are at for a dollar ninety nine <laughs> at Quad Pro Quo Pod across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we are part of the Deluxe Edition Network. You can learn more about us and the other amazing podcasts in the network at deluxeeditionnetwork.com. The featured podcasts for the month of October are the Graveyard Club. Mm. And Terror Tuesday. All right. Terror Tuesday. Check them out. You 
can suggest a theme month by DMing us on social media or going to our website. And please rate or review us wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next week, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.